Welcome to the Chairsoft Show, your weekly Airsoft podcast interviewing retailers, manufacturers, sites and personalities within the Airsoft community. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, contact me at facebook.com forward slash the Chairsoft Show, Instagram at the Chairsoft Show or by email on andy at the uk. Thank you very much for tuning in to episode number 55. Joining me this week, please welcome Dan Hearn, aka Beaker. Good evening, Say everyone. Hello, Dan. Uh, Joe McGarry, aka Sandman. How's it going? And Jason Henner from Combat UK. Hello. Who doesn't actually have a nickname other than Jason Combat UK. So, evening guys. Right, um, now before we came on to record, uh, the guys asked me if they can do something. I've just taken an executive decision and said they can do it at the end as the outro. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or will become apparent. But what we've done tonight, I've got this bunch of um, reprobates, lunatics, <laughs> scallywags, whatever you want to call them this week. And a together. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you can't understand him, let us know and we'll translate for you. We'll put a translated version on. I'll add some tables later. That's more for, say, the Americans or someone who may not quite understand the accent. I've seen, pe- I've seen Americans confused by Scottish accents before. Um, but yeah, we, we've been talking over the last sort of four or five days and coming up with some things that are going on at the moment that we sort of thought we'd discuss during the course of this episode. So the first thing we'll do, uh, we'll go for Jason's one first. We'll go to Jason's new product corner Um, with what's going on. Hi. (laughs) Uh, Well, what's new? I've gone blank. Oh yeah, so... There's quite a few new things out now. I mean, it's in between SHOT Show and IWA, so... It's the sort of period where things start getting looked at. Things it? start popping up. I'm hoping yeah. there's some new things coming out of IWA. I'm hoping that it's not yeah. all come out of SHOT Show. But obviously you had the, the secret, not so secret, but it's very secret, uh, ASG hair arms. Yeah, the one that was sort of not so it, secret they showed off the last, last year. 12 months. Yeah, they yeah. showed it off last year and they decided in the last month that it's really top secret. Um, uh, we actually got a pre—I think they call it a pre-production. So it's come off the production line, but it's not. There's not like, the final product as such. I think it is, but I just think it's not gone through the sort of quality control as the rest of the. Oh right, have. okay. Because when we when we told Paul, we, oh, we're going to shoot it, he said, uh, "Get Reese to have a look at it first and make sure all the nuts and bolts are tight." how's that for giving you confidence in a product just yeah make sure that everyone checks it I'm 99% sure that the you know the release versions are going to come out with top quality control on them because they're not actually coming out till March so there's a good month until they're actually going to be available so yeah that's really nice it feels really nice to hold if you're used to P90s or PDRs then they're very familiar, and obviously it's the I- ICS split gearbox and an ICS MOSFET in there, which is quite f- fancy. Uh, takes 11.1s and 7.4s. Um, Nupro started selling a gas grenade, like the BB grenades. That yeah, is... we had fun with this, didn't we, in the uh, range? We did. And then yeah. I walked away when you had to sweep all the BBs up. <laughs> but it's small. It fits in a double M4 pouch, whereas... I've seen in some of other grenades, um, BB grenades or uh, blank firers that don't like to fit in pouches. Yeah. So you got to, you know, either make something out of Kydex or buy a really big stupid pouch for it. But these ones, they're really small. They hold 
you know, plenty of BBs, and when you throw it properly, they go off with a big old whoosh. Yeah, and when you actually put BBs in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Dan, Joe, basically what happened, we, Jason was showing this thing to me, we were testing it, doing a little video that's going to be coming out hopefully soon when he stops um, masturbating over it. Um, and, yeah, basically I threw it on the floor while we were recording and it was like, why did no BBs come out? Is one jammed. I looked at it and went, oh, you know what, I forgot to fill it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gassed it up and we'd thrown it and it just literally gas went everywhere and it was like, why didn't that work? Oh, yeah, that would help. <laughs> you can tell I'm used to blank oh, fires, can't you? <laughs> uh, yeah, so we've got the new Pearl Grenade, uh, the yeah. Hero Arms. Uh, what yeah. else is going on? ASG have brought out uh, some weapon lights. There's there's three sizes or three versions. Um, I call them small, medium, and, and um, two large. Yeah. The, lar- the largest one's like 1,080 lumens or something. It's extremely Ooh. bright. The torch of a thousand suns. Yeah, the there's something in the forest I want to see the other side of. Yeah, I'll see that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you had to see through your enemies with a yeah. torch. Exactly, you know, you don't need to shoot them, you just burn them in the face. Yeah, <laughs> radiate them. <laughs> um, what else has come out? Oh, New Pro started uh, doing ANK, haven't they? Was it New Pro? Import, they're now importing ANK, so kind of that medium range sort of brand should become more available in the UK which I think is kind of a bit sparse in the last few years yeah. so they make some decent stuff I think I got one of their Masadas which I was very impressed with when I, very first, when I first got that so yeah that's exciting and obviously something that I know you're very excited about and you're willing to put a lot of, mo- lot of money down is the TM249 yeah I'm, I'm not definitely buying two of them. I'm definitely buying one. Oh, that was not nice, a legally binding contract. Nice. I've got you down for two, I'm afraid. Hey, if you get mine before McTaggart gets his, then I will buy two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for you guys, actually, when that thing turns up. I'm waiting for Parker to send us a message and go, like, literally a group chat on Facebook, and it'll just go, right, TM Recall LMG's in, and it's going to be who can get their first meal, McTaggart. <laughs> well, I'm not sure when it's in. I know TM; they're very slow at getting stuff over this way. They like show you it, get you excited, and then it's so long for it to get to the UK, you almost forget about it. Yeah, I don't know sort of how it works for like how soon after the announcements come out that they actually release the stuff in Japan. Uh, but the Mark, I mean, was the Mark 18 announced at the last TM show, or was that the year before? Oh, I don't recall. Because I know that's come out. I think that was the, only the last one, and that was actually quite quick. I was quite surprised that it'd come out. But uh, yeah, generally speaking, they're quite slow. But again, they're a company that's focused on the Japanese market. It's a shame, really. Oh they yeah, have, like, I mean Tokyo Marui UK or something. Which yeah, does that really work? Because Tokyo's in Japan. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> I digress. Um, London so, yeah. Murray. Yeah, yeah, London Marui. <laughs> Um, so, Dan, Joe, have you guys seen any other products that you're looking forward to at the moment, or are out that you like? Uh, nothing in particular, dude. Um, for me, I love bullpups, so pretty much I ended up selling the APS, the Urban Assault Rifle, yeah. that, I, that I bought, so I sold that again, I probably got another one, so it was, it was really good. Yeah, 
Um, oh, you're going to like the uh, Silverback MDR if slash when that finally comes out. Yeah, I've seen that there. The Silverback did, did look nice. That's probably the only sniper I'd consider. Yeah, well, the MDR's an assault rifle bullpup, so you'll yeah. like that. I'll send you a picture later if I haven't yeah. already. Uh, Dan? The only stuff I've sort of noticed is more sort of gear orientated rather than actually uh, riffs and stuff. There's some new ATAX. Um, <clears throat> camo coming out the ATAX FGX uh, which right. is like ATAX FG but it's super sexy and they've got AUX as well um, and they've basically jazzed up their old uh, camo and it just looks really really nice um, but it's not. It's going to be available over here shortly I believe I think, oh, I'm trying to remember who's going to be selling it I think it's Huey's or Combat will be selling it um, but it's only available in America but it's it's pretty pretty nice camo. I must admit, like we were talking earlier about the GO7 from 5.11. Yeah, I'm still uh, waiting for that. That's a sexy camo. That is a sexy yeah. camo. They had issues with certain sizes, I believe, because uh, Roy Braithwaite from the, from the Spartans was waiting for um, a set. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, the ATAX, I mean, I'm a bit, a bit of an ATAX whore, so to speak. So I've got the IX, but I want to get the FGX as well. Um so that's what I'm kind of waiting for to be released properly. I think it's true spec. Uh, they've made a true spec version of it. Um, so it should be affordable rather than like 100 quid for a pair of trousers and stuff. So, uh, yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to. Cool. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, other than that, other than what you guys have mentioned, um, I can't really think of much else at the moment. Like, like Jason said, I'm hoping that there's going to be more at IWA. Um, but, I mean... To be honest, I didn't really keep up with Shot Show this year, to be honest. Not being out there is a bit more difficult for me to keep up with everything. GG right. got some interesting stuff coming out from what I saw at Shot Show, and KWA have got some of their own. Um... Oh, the TK45 Ronin, actually, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot about the Ronin. I forgot about, yeah, I forget about that. I was raving about it after I saw it at Shot last year. It was, yeah. it was lovely. It's really nice. Well, my team need to get it. Obviously, being Ronin, we need one each. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're very excited about that. <laughs> yeah, but Dan, you're too busy buying patches to buy new guns. Yes, I know. The, the patches might have to take a back seat. No, 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 they won't. No, I'll, I'll find a way. <laughs> yeah, this is where I take him. Actually, that brings us on nicely to something that you guys wanted to talk about, Dan and Joe, about the patches. Um, and yes. Joe's patch patches. idea. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, patches are good. Yeah. Dan, for anyone who hasn't come across Dan on the internet, um, he's, I want to say collector, but I'd say more... He's a patch -er. Yeah. That's the one. I've got a patch that says that, actually. Patch addict. <laughs> patch addict. It's becoming a problem, Dan. I'm worried yes, about you. Yes, <laughs> very much so. I there, just there want has to point been... out. Like, just, sorry, just cut in there. Patch -er. Have you got a Sandman patch? I haven't, but I'm always <laughs> happy to receive patches if they're going to be donated or sent my way. Does this, does this mean that I've got a patch that Dan doesn't for once? You have, my man. This is good. Oh, that's not on. Oh, we need to sort that out, please. <laughs> no, 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 it's not right. <laughs> right, so, uh, Joe, you had a pretty cool idea that we were chatting about the other day with regards to patches, so let's go into that. 
Sorry for me. No. <laughs> he, he was drinking there, weren't you? <laughs> uh, was it me or Dan who was saying that? You. Oh, right, sorry. You chatting your your idea, love. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, well, the, the good shop, bro, uh, patch. Um, I did have a design for it. Um, I'm trying to actually work out a better one. The whole idea is basically to get a patch, maybe print about 100, maybe 200, just depends on how it go. But the idea is just to... If you're in game, um, if someone gets a good shot or they play well, you want to say like good game, etc. You just give them the patch. That's that's pretty much it. And then the point is for that person to then uh, do the same when they've got it, and so on and so forth. So that's cool. So it's like almost like a buddy, sort of buddy patch type thing, or yeah, it's, it's, ge- it's, a gentleman's patch almost. Yeah, a, a bit like I thought. The way I thought about it is a bit of a, a pay it forward scheme. So you'd be giving that person responsibility and they'd be getting a rare patch. They will be rare and limited, but you can't buy it. It won't be available to buy. When I initially make the order and get them in, um, I'll send them out to the, uh, some people that I know who spread them over, who I want to obviously show appreciation for. Then after that, it's just down to every other player. And it would just be good something to see spread on social media, <clears throat> like to see where they're going, who the good players are. And it'd be a good, a good thing, to, you know, actually, if, it, if it kicks off, that is... But, I think it would be a great thing to see going about. Yeah, you could also. Uh, I'm just waiting for the hashtag good shot bro to come up and then see just how far and wide it spreads as people yeah, pass no. it forward and pass it on, kind of thing. That's a really cool idea. There is actually um, uh, a sort of like a network called Geo Patching, and you can. It's, it's a similar idea. You actually go and you go and find the patches, a bit like geocaching, when you go and find various. Uh, little caches of stuff and you put a little note in the book where you found it and stuff and then you put something into the box and take something away and it goes around the world so it's, that sounds very similar to that but it sounds yeah. better because it's very specific to to the airsofting side rather than just the patch collecting world so yeah. I think that that's a really good idea yeah, you man. guys have just given me a fucking brilliant idea actually, you talking about geopatching Dan stop, stop taking out ideas yeah, no. yeah. No. I'm, I'm going to have to buy two patches now <laughs> Shall I um, hide a couple of my grey patches in places at IWA and then take photos? That's a really good idea. Definitely, Not to the companies definitely. that I um, I purchase patches from. They'll head off to various places in America like Disney World and, and other places like that. And they'll show a picture of a patch in a location at this resort, for example, and say, right, that's put there at 3 o'clock Tuesday afternoon. Go find yeah. me. Uh, or... or come and find me walking around at so-and-so, I'll be there at three o'clock and I'll give you a patch. And they, they do that as well. So I think that's a brilliant yeah. idea, Andy. Yeah, because I, th- I actually got the idea from a band from a few years ago. Um, they were When they were touring, they were going around the city during the day, obviously. This is not uh, Hailstorm, is it? Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> of all the people, I should have expected Dan to know exactly who it was. When they were doing the guitar picks and stuff yes. around the yeah. city. Yeah. And, and it was like... I just thought it just comes to my head then when you said about the geo patch, and I was like, that could actually be really cool. I'm, I'm going to do that. If you're listening and you're going to IWA, I'm hiding patches. They're going to be the rare grey ones as well. Reese isn't cool, going to leave you alone. Yeah, I know Reese isn't going to leave me alone. Reese will follow you <laughs> and wait for you to put one down. Yeah, it would just be like. Uh, you, you know when you just see that person poking their head around the yeah. corner and watching you with a big grin on their face that's going to be Reese, just like licking his lips like oh, oh. you might just want to give him a patch just to put him off the scent yeah and, Andy I'll send you a, a Sandman patch to Hayden and we'll see if Dan can find it 
Oh, that's not fair. Can't you just send me a Sandman <laughs> patch instead? That's that's a much better Actually, idea. Actually, yeah. When we go to the jail in a few weeks' time, Dan. Yes. For the private game. Yes. I'm gonna ho- Joe do that, and I'm gonna hide it on the site, and Dan's got to find it before the end of the weekend. Don't okay. <laughs> then don't tell Bunsen where it is because he'll be after it as well. Because I've now got him addicted to patches, so that's fine. <laughs> just don't let him know where it is. Patches are good. Patches yeah, if you want to if you want to set that up, Joe, we'll do that, and we'll set a challenge, and that from the yeah, minute man. game on's called on the Saturday morning, <laughs> I'll let you know when Dan's found it. Yeah. I shall take a picture. You can... <laughs> <He> will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, selfie in game. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Alright. Um, so, patches. Uh, yeah, we're, I think Dan's addicted to them. Uh, I think we've pretty much established that. <laughs> pretty much. Uh, you just have to look at his Instagram feed, to be fair. And there's more patch photos than there is game photos. Do you have a favourite yeah. patch? Do I have a favourite patch? I do actually. I've got to bear with me while I look at the wall to remind myself which one it is. There's actually two I've got. One is from the uh, Filthy Beard Core. Um, they're a Swedish team, if I remember rightly, from uh, on Instagram, um, and their patch is just absolutely awesome. It's basically a bearded skull, which is very cool. <laughs> and the other one, that's well, obviously my own team patch as well, the Ronin. Um, but the other one is a Sin Eaters Guild. I've got a couple of those. Um, they do clothing as well as patches. Um, very well worth looking into and stuff. They do support for veterans and stuff. It's a veteran-owned company as well. And that's basically the hanged man that's upside down. Um, those are my two favourites. Um, cool. But yeah, I have like hundreds, unfortunately. But uh, it's those two that really stick out. Yeah, I haven't counted mine recently. I'm just yeah. thinking now. I forgot Don't I had baby bother. shark ones as well from last year. When that was the thing. Thanks. Who remembers that? Who, uh, who cares? <laughs> who, who doesn't want to remember that? <laughs> There's just loads of dancing for that, isn't there? Loads of dancing about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you mentioning like the veteran-owned companies then also brings us on to Joe's <coughs> next thing, which was about the charities and airsoft and stuff, which again, Dan, you were talking about as well. Yeah. So, I'll, take I'll, the lead. I'll let Jeffrey, Dan take Joe. the lead. Oh, okay. okay, no, it's cool. No, it's cool. Yeah, I mean, one thing that um, obviously we see a lot on Facebook and there's events and stuff that pop up is about charity events. Um, I myself helped organise a charity event at my local site, Raw War, down in Tendring in Essex, for the Sepsis UK uh, charity because uh, basically had a, a young player who used to play down there. He caught sepsis and unfortunately he passed away from it. Uh, mm. So his friends wanted to do something uh, for that charity as they'd helped his family out. Um, and when we all think about it, sepsis is actually quite close to the airsoft community in a way that if you fall over something at a site, if you just scratch yourself on a branch, something that simple, if you get like a dirty wound, it doesn't even have to have a, be a big scratch or anything like that, you can catch sepsis and you can die. So mm. it was quite um, at the forefront. Um, we handed out lots of uh, flyers uh, to educate people on what to do and who to contact and so on and so forth, how to deal with it. And I think that I love I love the idea that we can, as an airsoft community, we can do things for charities and, and in a way give something back to c- individuals and back to the community that's outside of airsoft. Um, I mean, I see a lot of things as well on Facebook about players that play airsoft 
because they've got depression and it takes them away from it. It's escapism for them. So that's how they deal with things like depression. So the mental health charities, um, I think, would be a good a good place to actually sort of approach yeah. as well and get them involved. But also break down some barriers and some walls that everyone just thinks, oh, we're running around with replica guns and we're all a bit odd. Well, we are a bit odd anyway. That's fine. Yeah, but we're paying money to a, dress up as soldiers and run around with toy guns. Exactly. Weekend, you know. Exactly, you but you don't have to be crazy. But it sure does help. It does help. Yeah, very very much means do that. Mate, you mean there's no, <laughs> real, there's no real operators on an airsoft field? Uh, no. Do oh, what the hell? <laughs> I don't think. Oh, there might be a few. There might be a few. <laughs> but yeah, I mean the whole the whole charity thing. I mean, I, I love doing events for charity and helping to organise them and arrange them. Um, and I think there's some cracking ones that that come up and stuff like the pilgrims. Um, is a very good one. And it doesn't always have to be veteran, although the veteran thing is obviously goes hand in hand with this, I think, as you yeah. were saying, Joe. Yeah, man. It does work. But there's other ones as well, like Mind, like the Sepsis uh, yeah. UK. That's, that's um, what I was... I just think uh, sorry, that's what I was explaining earlier. Um, just There's the charities, like, the veteran ones, they all tie into Airsoft and it's good for them. But because, like, I would say our community is rare, the Airsoft community, might, some people may not agree, but... And its potential, as I, as I said earlier, I think it's unrivaled. I mean, how many people, like, I would never speak to you guys in a million years. I, I don't think you'd ever see any guys that I've met uh, down south. Maybe some of the guys locally, but other than that, there's, there's so many different people. It's so diverse. Every other sort of hobby or sport, it combines, like, a, a fitness level and a skill set, you know, and maybe some in there don't. Uh, but I think airsoft is quite rare where you don't need a skill set and you zero fitness level, you just need to be a generally good person or even not a good person and play and help improve your mental state or improve anything. It's just I think the, the possibilities of it is like fantastic, honestly. That's it, is it? It's like it's it's the, it's the best escapism ever because you can just leave everything behind you if you've got any problems at home, problems at work, whatever's going on. You're out there and you're just running around with your mates and and having a you know ninety nine percent of the time having a good time and having a laugh and just forget about everything. And you're just concentrating on playing airsoft, be it shooting someone, being blown someone up, falling over in a ditch, hey Andy, and covering your gun in mud. I don't know, yeah, stuff like that. But you know, yeah. it's, it just takes you away from all the trials and tribulations of the day and the week. Um, exactly. It's sort of, it's it's sort of an good. outlet as, as well at yeah. the end of the day. You know, you, Absolutely. you can go and you can go have a laugh, chill, chill out, chat to some random people that you may never see again. Yeah. Like, I, I wouldn't have actually met Joe if it wasn't for Coulson essentially in the fact that he's mental and drove eight hours down to Tuddenham from Glasgow yeah. to come and play commitment. a game. That, that is commitment. It. Well done, sir. See, you see that commitment was awesome because it was only one driver. We only had one driver. He went the whole way there and back. So it was, yeah. Oh my God. Big shout out to Fabio again. Wow, wow legend. Yeah, it, like, yeah, that was and unreal. He only nearly killed us once. <laughs> 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 I was actually half expecting to get home and find that someone had fallen asleep at the wheel and then just see oh, the, entire, the entire um, Scottish pandas. <laughs> even, that team name still cracks me up because I just remember Barney going, Oi, there's no, pa- there's no pandas in Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, what? And then I was like, there is an Edinburgh Zoo, mate. Yeah, it <laughs> oh, sure. But, uh, I oh, excellent. The incident that happened was actually it was on the way down. It wasn't on the way up. Um, All right. And we'll just it was looking at we were stuck in this. We kept getting caught in this forty mile an hour, like motorway zone. 
Yeah. And it was just losing the lag, so I kept looking for the, the lights up ahead, and it was just looking up instead of looking straight. And I just sort of went, Fabio, and it just I loved it. Like I thanked him so much for his reaction. It didn't like sort of sort of go, what is it, Joe? He just sort of turned the wheel and moved into the next lane. I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> we're a good, we're a good, maybe 10, 10 feet away, but we're still going to, like, obviously the speed limit. And yeah. uh, coming up against this car is slowing down. It just, it wasn't paying attention properly, but that was it. 16 hour, like, 17 hours drive for him. So, absolute yeah. massive. And a full weekend of airsoft as well. Yeah. And we were meant to leave early. We were the last ones to leave. <laughs> Yeah, that was the thing. There's me and you guys. We're like, right, we'll stop packing up now so we can get away because I needed to get back home as well. Even though Tunnel was not that far, I needed to get back. And like, we ended up being the last fuckers there, apart yeah. from the DS and the guys that um, we then Doug from Gunman Airsoft. Yeah, there was some. Uh, I can't remember to get a sort of young guy, maybe he's mid twenties. He was packing up his tent. And I gave him a hand packing his up. We were like the other two, Kyle and Fabio, were doing ours. Uh, after he went, we were like the last ones driving off. Apart from yeah. the staff that were there, that was awesome. Yeah, it was mad, wasn't it? And I loved that site, that was such a great site. I'd go again if it wasn't like eight hours away. Yeah, it'd be like your yearly. Fly down. You could fly down, couldn't you? Go to Stansted and drive them there. Yeah, yeah fly it and then, like, just as long as you'd let us know in advance, I'm sure a few of us could raffle some kit together for you guys for the weekend. Just bring your rigs down, we can get guns sorted for sure. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. It was a really good site. That's, that's what I'm planning to do when I go up to the depot. Hint, hint. Yeah, come to the depot. <laughs> the depot's so different. Like, uh, like the jail is such a good site. And yeah. uh, it's indoors and out- outdoors. But the depot is just it's all indoors. Entirely so you could be in there's It's two floors, but the upstairs, but it's so tight right now. Just with the build work that's went in, it's oh, so intense. <laughs> That's so what amazing. I like, though. Um, right, so let's move on. Um, oh, no, there was one thing I was going to mention, actually, with charity, just quickly before we do move on. Um, I mean, it's good that you guys mentioned other names, I think, because, obviously, Pilgrim Bandits is sort of the uh, yeah. adopted charity of Airsoft, I think, is the best way to describe yeah. it. Yeah. Well, And they do some amazing work, but it is nice to also help out other charities as well, I find. Yeah, um, yeah definitely. I, I didn't even mention Pilgrim, but that's the one that I've that every two pound that I sell from my patch, that's two pound that that's going to the Pilgrim Bandits. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to take away from any of the work they're doing, but yeah, it is nice. I mean, I'd, I've just had a letter through today actually because of the game at the jail last year that they did for prostate cancer for charity. Yeah, um, so that's cool. That's a good charity as well. Yeah, I had a letter through yeah. today from them. Um, and I didn't even realise I'd signed up for mail for it. But yeah, they sent me a letter and then it was like... They sent me labels that go on the back of your envelopes with your return address. I was like, who uses those? <laughs> <laughs> like the 1950s called, they want their labels back. Jeez. <laughs> I've well, never yeah. ever thought, do you know what I'm going to do to this envelope? Put my return address on it? Are you actually giving shit to a charity? I'm just... Point this out, yeah. Like, no, I just didn't get Andy, it. They're especially for you, Andy. They're especially I didn't get for it. You. I was like, I've never ever put a label on the back of an envelope, and I was just like, I, like, I thought it was stickers at first, and then I was like, why would they put my address on stickers? Because like, <laughs> stickers to me would have made sense. I, I don't know if I've gone, on, I've gone off on a complete tangent here, and I don't know if this makes sense to you guys. It's just really odd. 
But I mean, yeah, they they do the good work anyway. Obviously, you know, good charity. They're all good charities at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I mean, we've got obviously those the pilgrim of associate with us. So it'd be nice to get sort of like some others associated as well. Not necessarily the veteran ones as well, because like we say, that that's quite obvious. Although they're very worthwhile to do, but it's like I say, like the sepsis as well, and and yeah. mind, and maybe ones that are slightly. Slightly outside, if that makes sense, of the airsoft community, in fact, because in fact that's it, one thing it, I do like about the Rural War Charity Days because it's not always a veteran charity. That's right, yeah. It's, it's and I remember that. I remember the somebody. one I did a couple of years ago. Um, can't remember what the cause was now, but I, I remember the day and um, the raffle was that big that they ended up just saying, "Look, everyone who's already won something, do you mind if everyone Probably else just has a go?" Else. And yeah. like, I, I like that because like the raffles unreal, charity yeah. raffles we, are good. We did very well with a raffle. I mean, I contacted as many people as I could for the sepsis one. I mean, we raised over three thousand um, pounds on the awesome. day. Yeah, um, I remember. You, I remember the, you sent Roy and Ed and uh, Robbie my way and Ginger James yeah. as well. And they they were coming up to me going, right, who's this person? Who's this person? Dan's just sent us a list of names and we don't know who anybody yes. is. Yeah, that's and right. I was having yeah, to run around awesome. at the Midlands Airsoft Fair last year, showing people who they were, introducing everybody. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Actually, the, the year before, I think was it was a year before. I think it was um, it was one of the cancer charities because Jut shaved his head. Yeah. Um, for cancer, because I think one of the team's wives had uh, got cancer. There was some involvement there, so we yeah. did something for cancer. I mean, that's always a, was a very worthwhile charity, whichever. Yeah, that's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah. It was breast cancer. It was breast cancer. Um, and that one, I think we raised a good I think about three grand again from the raffle and, and people donating stuff and so on and so forth. So we, we'd like to do our bit, um, you know, and it, it, it's just good to be involved in the outside community, as I say. I think there's so a different to see atmosphere at a charity things. game, isn't there? Oh, yeah, for sure. You get, you get more of a better atmosphere because everyone is there yeah. for that cause and it's not who wins or loses. It's literally no. just turn up and have fun shooting your mates and raise money for an awesome cause um, yeah and it's something it's, it's, it's good I'm liking that I'm seeing more and more of it as well <coughs> in the community definitely I think it's something that should be encouraged I mean it'd be, I mean it, you know in, in an ideal world it'd be lovely if there was a like at the National Airsoft event if there was like okay we're going to do a, a game on the Sunday morning for example for two hours and it's purely for charity you donate X to go and walk, do your walk on and there's a prize at the end, and there's a raffle for it, or whatever, and it's sponsored by X charity, something like that, because you'd have so many people there, you'd yeah. actually raise a heck of a lot of money for that particular charity. Oh, I mean, I think that would be awesome. Well, there you go, man. Sort it out, and I'll get to it. Yeah. Oh, Damn, that's I see what I can do because I have a contact at zero one, so I can um, do what I can do. Yeah. Cool. Right, Dan. <laughs> Dan's plan for the year. <laughs> <laughs> raise money for charity. For charity. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, Maybe you should do a marathon during the uh, National Airsoft event around the site while getting shot at. <sighs> Have you? Yeah. Yes. Uh, with, with, with these knees, with these knees, I can't. I don't run. I lollop. That's it's not point. even that. You'd just you'd just be running literally into a wall of BBs. And what's wrong? Yeah, there is that. That's true. <laughs> exactly. That's the norm, isn't it? Oh, you expect one or two, and but it, not an entire wall made of them. <laughs> not an entire, like literally a wall, like brick wall made of BBs. It's, uh, I say we'll, we'll play it. fair, uh, we'll single shot only. 
At a normal game, you could probably get away with it, but you just can't move for him. What I've heard about NAE. Yeah, well, I might actually like that, be going this year. First time. Yeah, I'm actually thinking about it as well, actually, to be honest. Not to play, just for the social. And I've never yeah, should, should we just go and hit the bar for the weekend, Dan? Sounds like a plan. See who passes out first. I've never been. That'd I'm be thinking me. of doing it for the social as well. Yeah, Sweet. social there seems to be the definite way to go. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I mean, I've, I've actually been recommended buy a ticket to play. So yeah. if you do want to jump in for an hour or two and just get a game in, then you can. But I'd, I'd just end up drinking, not going to lie. Yeah, I think drink, drinking and shopping, it's, you know, I think that, yeah. that'd be good. Drinking and spending all money I don't have. That's the which one. I'm probably going to have even less at that point if the 249 comes out. Because you're buying two of them, aren't you? Apparently so. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't dual wield two 249s. I can build Fucking your watch me. Watch <laughs> Let him me. try. I believe in you, Andy. I believe in you. I, I've, I think I've seen it done before. I think there was a guy with a sling over each shoulder holding it up, and he was literally just walking around with the sling supporting it and dual wielding him. He should have been banned. <laughs> <laughs> this man can build uh, rocket chairs. I'm sure he can build a bracket to hold two do, guns. Do you know how to make an M249 even worse? Put it in Andy's hands. No, some rail-mounted 40 mic launches. <laughs> oh, that just tanked them. <laughs> oh, it's fine over distance, Dan. Everyone was tarty about it. Although I have ordered a master mic as well to try, actually. That's a product I forgot to mention earlier. I was going to say, yeah, I saw a, uh, a, a think, clip of that. Uh, yeah, platoon's clip. I'd only seen a quick yeah. sort of description. What actually is it? It's a. It's basically lower FPS, less BBs, and a wider spread over a shorter distance. Yeah, it's hundred so, BBs, I believe. So the yeah. PC version. Yeah, it's basically <laughs> the. Uh, it's the, the anti-salt version. version. <laughs> yeah, it's for, it's for the for anyone who got salty about the forty mic, which yeah, I can actually understand it in a CQB environment, it's not using it, but in yeah. woodland, it's fine. Jason, get Rift yep. to not ban it. Okay, I'm on it. <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Uh, so, something I've had seen come up in the last week or so is this compare airsoft thing that's coming up. Um, oh yeah, the yeah. new website, isn't it? Yeah, which looks to be like compare all the retailers and give you the lowest price. So, what do we think of it first? Go. Don't all speak at once. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for someone else. Uh, the one thing I actually liked is, well, there's two things actually, two things I bring up. The first one is the forum. And I don't know if I said it to you, Andy, but I said it to Graham, the like, Airsoft Nation, like the forums, like it's probably one of the best ways to go for Airsoft now that obviously Facebook's trying to like kick us out. Um, but apart from that, there's a loadout section where you create like a short list of things for a loadout and you can share the loadout with other people. And it gives you notifications when there's a price drop. Yeah. So it stores all that. I thought that was quite cool, quite nifty. Cool. Okay, Dan. I gotta say that that'll be really handy because there've been a couple of guys that I've been talking to the past couple of days who've been saying, "Oh, well, I'm looking for a rig. What sort of rig can I get? And what sort of pouches can I put on that rig?" I think that will answer a lot of questions and help a lot of people out because they might see a particular plate carrier, chest rig, whatever, and think, "Okay, I like that, but what can I put on it?" And they can then chop and change stuff and actually get an idea of what they want, what it's going to look like and then how much it's going to cost as well, more importantly as well. 
I think that, I think it's a great idea. Okay, now I've left Jason till last deliberately because he's <laughs> going to come at this from a retail point of view. Oh. So, working at a retailer like you do, Jason, would you be worried that you'd have to lower prices to compete now? No. No. In short. <laughs> <laughs> okay, expand. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're comparing prices, it's it's quite easy to have five or six tabs open up on your laptop and looking at various different airsoft websites as it is this just allows you to do it with one tab um i think there was a website doing something very similar before comparing airsoft products right uh but it's kind of it disappeared about a year and a half ago i'm pretty i'm 90 percent sure i remember seeing this before um yeah i mean it's good for the good for the people looking for looking for things that are in stock because you know you can google Google this or that, and then you get really excited because you click on a link, and then it's out of stock. And you click on the next link, and it's out of stock. Yeah. And you spend half your time trying to find it in stock. So I think I I like the idea of the because uh, it takes a stock into account as well, which ones are in stock, which ones are out. So I think that'd be good. Yeah. The the only reason I ask if you're worried is because obviously, you know, if if you're offering something for say three hundred and fifty quid, let's just say. Yeah. And someone else is offering it for three ten or whatever. Then yeah. they're always going to go to them as opposed to you guys, which I'd always recommend people go to you guys anyway. Cause oh, thank you very much. People already compare. All people already compare. They come <laughs> yeah. in and they say, "I've seen it for this price here. What can you do?" So people already do. They if they see it somewhere cheaper and they have their preferred retailer, they're always going to ask that preferred retailer, or the loyal customers will always ask that preferred retailer. You know, yeah. if they can if they can get closer or match the price, um, you know, I think this site will be very popular with the people who aren't who don't have a loyal like a shop there. You know, their go to shop, the people who do shop around. I mean, I think that's airsoft is split. Airsoft is split right down the middle between the internet people who just shop anywhere, and then the people who only shop at a certain site or a certain shop. And yeah. obviously it will help the people who shop around more and then I think the people who have their certain site they might they, they might they might use it once or twice but I think they'll keep going back to their uh, their usual shop people people are creatures of habit at the end of the day yeah just, yeah just touch I think that, it'd be good for like the, the the new starters and stuff as well who, who don't really have an idea of what they want to do and once they've seen the loadout then they might find oh there's a shop near me or or my friend goes to that one who's been playing for years. Or I'll try them and see what see what if they've got those items in stock and stuff. So I think yeah, yeah it's going to be split a little yeah. bit. I agree with that. Yeah, Joe, what were you going to say, mate? Uh, yeah, just touching on my perspective, Leak. Um, I've actually I bought a limited amount of things from an actual Leak business website. Most of my stuff's been second hand. Um, so, but even I'd still say there's people that will shop at particular sites or look at certain ones, like. Uh, Obviously, not any, trying not to name drop, but I'll name two sites like, like Land Warrior and Patrol Base. Um, like those ones, that, those are the guys that I'd probably like, jump to first. Land Warrior because it's close to me, although it's pretty much the closest best store close to me. And um, Patrol yeah. Base just because it's it was pretty much one of the ones that were known that was recommended to me. But I think that definitely if I found a store that was not even local, just that was more loyal toward that I felt had the, the good customer service, I, I wouldn't even care. Like if they couldn't resolve all issues, but as long as they had the good service and tried 
tried like to sort things out and gave that sort of incentive like to feel to feel like a valued customer then definitely go there. I wouldn't care if it was fifty pound or sixty pound extra. Cool. Uh, That's right, any so company what? that gave a free any company that gave a free patch, I'd obviously shop there. So yeah. <laughs> we give free tea and coffee. Did you see and occasionally yeah, and, a, <laughs> and a patch? <laughs> it depends how much you're spending. <laughs> we do. Oh, see, there you go. We're, well, we're running out of patches, so we got we got a ration of them now. Don't, I got off oh, a okay. job the other week in there. <laughs> What's tea boy? Uh, <laughs> uh, we need. We run out of targets at the end of the shooting range. Ah, <laughs> no, you broke the targets at the end of the shooting range. Yeah. All you need to do, Andy, is pop down when you get shot and pop back up when I push reset. Okay. <laughs> Are you just going to shout? Do we know if well, like reset? <laughs> do we know if on this compare site that places like Taiwan Gun and uh, Gunfire are included as well? Because uh, obviously they're abroad, but they're dirt cheap. But obviously you've got to pay the shipping, which is from, like spend over. What I saw of it at the moment, um, there were only sort of twenty or thirty places. There weren't many yeah. retailers in if there as such, was there? Bear with me, because I actually, I was literally just on that. Hold on, the current. I know it's list... still in its early stages. So yeah, it's, it's still, still growing, in development. It? I think he's due to release yeah. it in the next few days. Yeah. Yeah. Right, so, so it's already been released when this episode goes out. This is the disadvantage of recording a week before something, isn't it? You're always like, so last week when this thing went out, I'm just so Jason, that, ga- that game yeah. at the new prison with UCAP on Sunday. Oh, do you remember when you fell over and broke your gun and had to come buy a new one from us? The name. As long list... as it wasn't an Evo. <laughs> yeah, the list of retailers is like 28, but it says that there's six, six more waiting confirmations. But even at that, like that that's going to be like 35 uh, retailers. I think it's, that's yeah. a lot. UK. To be honest, I only, I only thought there was maybe about fifteen details. Yeah, UK. I didn't, I didn't know there were so many local stores. To be fair, yeah, it's surprising how many retailers you can come across. I'm just looking but, at it now, and I would like to point out a mistake. Uh, only Airsoft is on there, but it says um, posted from five ninety nine. I'd just like to uh, put it out there. If you spend over a hundred pound, posted is free. Uh, <laughs> Boom. So there you go, and and you get a patch, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> send them an email Dan well, you need to make a visit man Stevenage isn't really that far from it here. isn't is it I do need to go shopping and have some tea and, We've got two and shops let me know now. when you're going as well if you yeah. if you jump on the forum the, the forum the forum jump on the forum and there's a a feedback section can I write an angry letter you can if you go to whom it may concern I, I'm going to write you an angry letter and I don't care if you don't read it <laughs> in true the... Top Gear style dear <laughs> kitty <laughs> go into general discussions there's a website feedback bit because I posted a comment in there for something that was happening on the website and they fixed it in things on it boom yeah man so he was they're getting an angry letter an angry letter I'm furious because <laughs> <laughs> well, of the whole 5.99 thing I oh, know it's outrageous we're not that much but is that the maximum like delivery, you'd pay, like people would pay with you. Yeah. Yeah. So five ninety or less, it has to rate. That's it. <laughs> that's actually pretty reasonable because when you yeah. think about how much it can cost to send some things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Christ, some posting patches costs you like two quid, don't it? Sometimes. Two, two quid. Try, try to, and the rest. Crikey. <laughs> Well, no, that's because I want to get mine from America, but yeah. And and plus for the fact, Dan, that you're probably ordering about 25 at a time, so they don't actually fit through any of the little holes in the plastic <laughs> thing they have at the post know, office. don't know what you're talking about, just because <laughs> I got hit by two lots of custom charges this week for about 40 quid. I don't know what you mean. 
don't. Aiden ordered his uh, two four nine from America, and he it cost him. I think it was one hundred and eighty three pounds in customs charges. Oh, that would be another reason solid. to use this compare website because you'd be able absolutely to find a UK shop that sells it, and then you will not get hit by customs. Exactly. Yeah. It's obviously better the devil you know, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I see you see him all the time on the airsoft forums going, oh, I'm ordering this from here, and it's like £100 cheaper than anywhere in the UK, and then they come back a week later going, yeah, I have to spend £300 on customs. I've seen yeah. it as bad as people ordering smocks from China. Like, smocks. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> like, five quid? Yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah, that's you can get stuff so get cheap these days, like clothing. It, I mean, this is something we were discussing before we came on the air as well about clothing because there was the guy that got I think a little bit salty. That. You want to go onto the kit and gear hauls and yeah, yeah, I won't pick on you for being a TM gear haul. Nothing but the TMs. <laughs> Nothing but the TMs. TM master race. Yeah, absolutely. He says he says with all his guns apart from his recently purchased P90 being an ASG. <laughs> <laughs> So what makes a P90, Jason? What make uh, It's TM, yeah. Uh, okay, so... Uh, this is how I got offered a job, because I convinced someone to buy a Delta in black. And Jason goes, you sold one to your mates at TM? I was like, yeah. He goes, do you want a job? <laughs> <laughs> that was a lovely gun. That's what I've got. I, I no, I've got a Dev Group, I've got the Dev Group. Yeah, you've got the yeah, same as me, Yeah, the Deltas are nice. I in black. I didn't like it in tan. Oh no, it's gonna be the black. Only thing, the th- only thing I don't like is I don't like the key mod rails. Not key mod, the uh, M lock rails. Because mm. um, everything I've got is key mod. Well, I've had key mod rail in the past as well, and it was a little bit of a nasty ball ache to get it all set up for me because I was a bit like, what the fuck is this? But um, like, I can understand it now. Um, but yeah, I've, I've, I'm a purist with rails. So I just want a full rail. There, what do you mean so you could just... understand it? What was you sitting in the garden trying to hit it with a rock or something? Go work, <laughs> work. <laughs> no, I'm fucking the thing. I had three, and then I was like, wait, wait, what? Because all the slots looked the same size, and I was like, so where do the shorter two go and the longer one? Well, and you know, like key mod, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. something, you should you... do that as a video though for the upcoming YouTube. I'll just literally sit there with a key mod and get a rock and start hitting the end of it. I will make it fit. It will fit. Yeah. You call it be some a... yeah. <laughs> do you call it a rest or a ras? <laughs> oh, Dan's having a fight. Yeah, the that'll be uh, someone at my front door. My dog's going nuts. I do apologise. <laughs> <laughs> um, Right, so yeah, anyway, back on topic, uh, clothing, etc. Because recently there was somebody who made a bold claim that for the money I'd spent on Viper kit, now I'm taking the Tasmanian Tiger pouches out of the equation. Well, actually, no, I'll keep them in, because with them, it was only about, what, 140, 150 quid, I think, I spent on everything for my plate carrier that I've just set up. Um which is obviously for a very specific role that I'm working on at the moment. But, which reminds me, Jason, I've got to come over and get a battle belt from you, mate. Um, Do it. But I've, someone said to me, for less than 200 quid, you could have a full warrior set up. And I was like, but I just made a bold statement that it was less than £200 because I couldn't be bothered to sit there with the receipts and calculate it all out. <laughs> um, but it was like, I think for what I'd spent on Viper kit, it was like you could get a you could get a full warrior set up for the same. I was like, well, no, you can't, because for what I spent on the Viper kit, 
I'd basically brought all that Viper kit and a little bit of the money for the t- uh, Tasmanian Tiger pouches that are on the front for the MP7 mags. So, I, what's going on? What? Why? What? I'm trying to think of a question out of this. Um, why do people hate on cheaper brands? Yeah. Why? What is with the Viper hate? Because let's be honest, it's a lot. I could understand it a few years ago because they had a bit of a reputation, didn't they? Yes. Okay. I've got the Spec Ops chest rigs. I run them quite a bit for my M4 mags. Uh, so, okay, you get the odd time where the pouch might be slightly smaller and the mag's a bit tight, but surely it's a good thing anyway. Nothing yeah. a bit of water a and a stretching won't fix. Yeah, that I, as well, I, yeah. I've got zero hate for any brand. I've, I've been playing airsoft for two and a half years. I've known about airsoft for about five, but I've, me, this whole sort of hating on brand stuff, I just I find a product that leak. I look at reviews make my decision and talking about pouches that are tight holy god like uh, because I've got the Warrior DCS and I got a tri pouch Warrior tri pouch and the pouches were so tight I left it in a bath like held down by a box for like a whole day to try and like sort of stretch out because I just couldn't get a mag and it wouldn't sit it was like half half going in and half sitting out and trying to I don't have a dump pouch so I re-index and that was just that was not going to happen unless I done that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, what at the end of the day, people will pay what they want for the kit. Yeah. If you want to pay cry precision prices, good luck to you. You've got more money than sense. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everyone, everyone should just hate on them. Like everyone just hate on them. <laughs> My rule of thumb is: is if it's going to bankrupt you to have it cut in half, then it's too expensive for airsoft. I run a um, multicam Tropic and. You can buy the cheap versions, or you can buy the cry position version for like three hundred pound. And a couple of years ago, I broke my ankle while wearing my uh, multicam tropic, and the first thing the paramedic dad did was cut my trousers in half. Yeah. Now, if they were three hundred pair of trousers, I would say just cut the foot off. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the old meme, isn't it, where person falls over with gun and hears cracking sound. Please God, let exactly, that be yeah. my spine. Yeah, person falls yeah. over, hears a rip, and hopes that it's his um, skin. Yeah, I was going to go really rude there for a second, but then remembered I'm not allowed to be rude. <laughs> Can on here? No, Ed listens. Oh right, okay. Hi Ed. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so in, instead I wear the, the TMC, which cost me like twenty five euros plus shipping. You know, and when they got cut off, I wasn't crying. I was, I was annoyed because they didn't need to cut my trousers up all you the way up to cry. my crotch. You know, they didn't need to cut the trousers all the way up, but you know. But yeah, I just yeah. brought a new pair the other the other week, and they cost me twenty five euros. So yeah, the same. My rig, I, I currently run an eight fields, and that cost me thirty pound. Yeah, this is so the if thing, it falls though. apart in two months, then <clears throat> it's what it's thirty quid. I know that's what I think. Is it, yeah. it's like horses? It's horses for horses, isn't it? Some people want to go for the realism, and they want to buy the real steel uh, stuff. They've got that money to spend, so they want to get that. And they want to feel that realism in the in the cry and then the, the warrior and so on and so forth. But you know, I'm, I'm like you guys. I just get what I need to get. The cost is if I could get expensive stuff, yeah, all day. I mean, I, I mean, like you, uh, Joe. I've got a warrior, yeah. but I got that for Christmas. I couldn't actually afford it myself, so I put it on my Christmas list. That's the only way I got one. Previous to that, I'm running a, a 30 quid chest rig for the past two years, which is still going strong and still works quite happily two times a month or three times a month I wear it it's not going to break 
You know, yeah. People say, oh, I wore, I had these, these Viper pouches last me like two months. Well, what were you doing with them? Were you hanging off a tree in them? You know, if you're, if you only play a couple of times a month, things will last. Um, one thing I will say about kit and stuff, though, the new pro stuff, sort of brand dropping, it does seem to be very expensive for what you get. When you compare it to the eight fields and when you compare yeah. it to the Viper, because it's kind of supposed to be on a sim similar sort of par to Viper, but the new pro stuff does seem to be more expensive. I don't quite understand why. Because it's yeah. it's not not as it doesn't look as good in some cases, and when you check the quality of it, it's a bit hmm. Okay, yeah. that's fine, but I don't I don't understand that. I can't get my head around that. Who knows, mate? Who knows? Um, but don't get me wrong, I'd buy expensive kit, as you said, uh, if I could afford it uh, all day, every day. But unfortunately, I've now got so for a TMLMG. <laughs> two, well, I, I two of them. All my kit, everything apart from the. The gun. I'm just trying to think quickly here. I think everything I've bought is second hand. No, apart from my my fast helmet. That's one of those cheap sort of twenty thirty quid fast helmets. Other than that, everything was bought second hand. But then and again, the tw twenty and thirty quid. That's not necessarily cheap to somebody else or someone starting up. You know that that's still yeah, sure, thirty yeah. quid. And if it does the job, and and you're using it and it's functional, then. Is that a bad thing? It, it, I don't think no. it is. Why do you have to spend a hundred quid on a helmet that you're going to wear twice yeah. a month? I don't, any, I don't get it. Yeah, there shouldn't be any pressure. Like there shouldn't no. be people saying, "Buy this, do this, do this." Don't get me wrong. If someone said to me, "What rig should I get?" I'd probably generally say, "Get a warrior," because I know that I know how comfortable it is. I know it's amazing. My second yeah. question probably is, "Well, what's your ideal budget?" And then what? What from there? I think that ties in nicely with the comparison site, doesn't it? That yeah. you know, people say, "I've got a budget of X. What can I get for that?" And they get some choices. So if they're luckily they've got a budget of a couple of hundred pounds, then maybe or hopefully the warrior would be up there, mm -hmm. uh, along with whatever other bits and pieces they want. If they've got a budget of hundred quid or fifty quid, even, you know, okay, I'm going to get an eight fields or I'm going to get a Viper, and I'm going to get this. I mean, I've got some patches I bought from uh, Taiwan Guard. Not patches, pouches, patches, pouches. <laughs> From Taiwan gun, they were three quid for elastic ones, and they've I've had them for two years and they're still going absolutely fine. You know, they're just a couple of quid elastic pouches. I could put any mags I like in them, and they're absolutely fine. The best yeah. bit, you know. So the best bit about that was the you seen about the compare soft be the that be the loadout part. So you create a loadout, yeah, send it away or share it either on the, the website itself on the forum on Facebook it's a link it gives you a list of prices I'll actually need to double check if it gives you a total price of all the kit but even at that there's, it gives you a list of all the, the stuff that you've got in that for yeah. sort of, that's like, cool with, with that site I think, like we were saying I think it would be great if it kicks off and gets a lot of retailers on there and will it be yes. limited to only airsoft retailers will it get places like uh, Military First UKMC Pro that are just used to kit stuff and okay. like, or we'll just stick to airsoft retailers. That would be interesting because a lot of the, like you were saying, the, the bait argument that people want, they get that from those type of places. Yeah, you could put companies like Tactree on there as well. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think, yeah, 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 I think that'd be good if they expand it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I love Tactree. But then again, I've turned. I, I we're talking about kit hauls here and that, and I've turned into a five eleven haul. Nothing wrong with that. It's all good. Yeah. It's all good. Right, I'm gonna to have to move it on just in the interest of time because uh, we've still got a couple of things to touch on. One I was just gonna to quickly touch on that I thought of earlier. It's 
a couple of weeks old now, nearly a month old this news, but um, I just wondered what you guys thought on it, because I haven't spoken about it with you yet. So, those of you who follow Airsoft Nation will have seen the thing about Sig Sauer ends the licensing of Sig-branded Airsoft and Airgun products in the commercial market. Uh, And reading through the spiel, it sort of said they're looking at moving into Sig Air and starting creating stuff in-house. Now, so yeah, um, they're going to move it all to their in-house SIG Air division uh, to create licensed products. Now, good or bad thing? And are we going to see more companies moving this way, do you reckon? I'd say there's probably more scope for those bigger brands. Like, those ones I don't like. It'd have to be a well-known one for them to do that, I think. To know that it's going to be a product people will buy. I think it would be difficult for some of the... It's hard to say, like, unknown brands when it's talking about real steel here, but hopefully I'm trying to make sense. Yeah, I get, I get what you mean, because obviously everything is... Yeah, there's there's the, your sort of well-known makers, shall we say, like like Chris, who did Crytac, who started this off, and now we've got Sig doing it with Sig Air. So do you reckon... I mean, obviously Glock just finally licensed stuff with the pistols, but do you reckon maybe in the future they'd pull out and start creating Glock airsoft guns themselves? Um mm-hmm. More than likely, man, because Glocks are, that's I'd probably say 80%, maybe 90% people, that's they've yeah. got it on one at one point. So, it, it doing them well. It's not a negative for them. I think exactly. there's so a difference. There is a market, isn't there? There's a market yeah. for them. There's money to be made. At the end of the day, they're businesses. So, you would have thought they would actually branch out that way. Yeah, I think Sig are already, already doing a range of air guns as well. So, I think it's easier for them to yeah. get a transition into six mil because they're already making their real steel in kind of air gun form well their pistols at least in 4.5 so it's not too yeah i think they've got rifles as well i think you can get uh the air rifles yeah so it's not a huge because air rifles are already a market there so it's not a huge step you know to the side for to include airsoft in that so i mean I'm not sure yeah. why. I think Cybergun were making doing pretty well with the Sig license. I mean, they did the MX, the MCX, yeah. is it? Yeah, which was quite an awesome. Because li- nice this little. came literally days after I saw the GHK, the new Sig they were doing. Yeah, see, GHK announced. launched this 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 Sig, and then all of a sudden, like, now nah, we're going to do it ourselves. You think they would have been planning this for you know, good part of a last long year? Long time. Why would they have sort mm. of said go ahead and do it? But yeah, would we like to see more companies making airsoft replicas as well? Oh, I'd just I'd like to see more. Yeah, more makes you know as many real steel stuff in the in the airsoft industry as you can. I, I quite like licensed stuff rather than kind of unlicensed stuff. I don't know why. It's just I like all the realistic markings and whatnot that you get on there that you can only get with licensing. So it'd be nice to see that, whether it comes from the gun manufacturers themselves or from a another company as long as they're decent decent kit then I don't think anyone will care too much Mind where it, it comes, comes from. from it'd be interesting yeah. to see sort of the, the price ranges they put in. are they going to do like the cheaper ones are they going to do two tone or are they just going to go straight for actually this is 1500 quid up to like the Sistema <laughs> sort of prices aren't we yeah, going to yeah, go that way Sistema GBLS DAS Price yeah. range there, aren't you? Are they going that route, or are they going to actually go to the, the, the middle market, like your 300, 400 quid? Or will yeah, they so even just do across the whole thing of like 100 quid down at your JGs and your Seamers? It'd be nice right for, yeah, like a, 
the sport line and the top tech sort of stuff. But yeah, you know, they'd, they'd have to, to hire see. people, wouldn't they, in yeah, from the airsoft industry to understand? Yeah, it'd be interesting to watch though. and see how that develops and stuff. I think. Yeah, cool for sure. Um, and it's another airsoft manufacturer in, the, in Europe, so it's closer for yeah, us. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Although Brexit. <laughs> no, let's not go there, please. Let's not go there. Uh, did you did you just cough? <laughs> I did. Uh, okay. I, th- I think I farted down the microphone. My just, bad. Just making sure. Yeah. That's my trick. Um, right. <laughs> That's your trick. <laughs> Alright, Last one I'm going to go on to, which sort of ties in with something that Joe brought up as well in the group chat. Um, because it all goes back to social media, I think, at the end of the day, and the internet and the access to it all nowadays. So, uh, Joe sort of said there's a lot of negativity in the community at the moment, which I sort of touched on a little bit with saying that there's been a big spate recently, and I don't know what the fuck is going on, but you've had retailers posted on groups saying that they're getting one-star reviews from people they've never even dealt with. Like, That's just bizarre. Yeah, it is, and it's like, well, I think personally, it takes away from like if you've had a genuinely bad experience. Generally speaking, a good retailer will you'll talk to them, you'll go, "Oh, this has gone wrong," and they'll sort it out there and then. Which I don't see why any retailer wouldn't have. Yes, you've got your special airsoft supplies and your just BB guns that probably deserve one star reviews to be quite honest um, should be avoided at all costs <laughs> yeah yeah but like the genuine retailers like if you've not dealt with them why would you leave a review in the first place and is it just part of the negativity around the social media at the moment in the community that joe was touching on it's it's got to be tied in with potent well i say it's got to be it, it possibly tied in with the fact that there's lots of groups on facebook being shut down because people are reporting them it's obviously members of the group reporting various groups yeah, for yeah. no apparent reason just to get them shut down. And it's, I just don't get it. It's Maybe it's just the immaturity of some people thinking it's hilarious and funny, but it's actually people's livelihoods and businesses they're affecting. I don't think they see that. So, yeah, you know, I, that's what I'm putting it down to. It's going to be just people being dicks, basically. Mm. Yeah, breaking rule number one. The bit about um, my mind's gone completely blank. <laughs> Just as I said that. Not as. Um, <laughs> ah! But yeah, I mean, it is. Don't be a dick at the end of the day. You know, at the end of the day, yeah. we're, we're, we're in community groups for a reason because we need somewhere to discuss our hobby. Yeah. Uh, or sport, depending on which. Let's not start that debate now. It's a hobby or a sport, depending on which mood you're in this week. Uh, <laughs> I think Joe's remembered his point now because he's come up and said hey again. I don't yeah. remember. T- uh, <laughs> 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 so if you, when you're talking about the sort of the one star reviews thing I don't yeah. I was in a lot of myself second hand if I want to find something I'll go on and try and find out some things I've bought and I read review, reviews but I don't I never ever take them at face value I always look I deliberately look for negative reviews because that's yeah. the ones that people they'll over exaggerate yeah. you know like if you're leaving a good review most likely it's going to be honest um, obviously most likely because obviously people still over exaggerate if they're loyal customers etc but yeah, negative... it was literally the one I saw that sort of prompted me to do this was a couple of weeks ago someone had left a one star review it might have been on Google or Facebook I can't remember which one um, and they literally just put us in the comment never use them 
So why would you leave a one-star review? Yeah. If, if that was Facebook, though, is that not... Like, I know some stuff comes up when you're you on a place report to, them. To, to review. Like, obviously, you've got yeah. lots to report, but that may be just someone that's that's popped up saying, like, to leave a review, and they're just like, well, I've never used them, so that's my review. <laughs> You can if, uh, Should, on Facebook. You can fun. report reviews if you think if you feel they're irrelevant or yeah, not valid, exactly. and then Facebook will read it and go. If they're in that case, they read it and go, "Oh, this person said they never used it. Let's delete it." Um, so does this mean if Jack tries to ban me from the shop again, yeah. you can review that <laughs> negative review that I'm going to leave? If he no, because I can ban you from the Facebook page before you get a chance to review it. <laughs> <laughs> Harsh but fair. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, welcome to life. <laughs> we're quite, we're quite, we're quite lucky because not to, not to kind of like you know, be all boasty, but we got four point seven on Google and four point eight on Facebook. Um, you know, we don't have many one star reviews. And what, what do you just really, average? What do you do about your one star reviews? Do you contact those people individually and, and have a conversation with them to see why they've left it? Or if it's a valid one, then yeah, we do. I mean, we got. We got, um, for instance, one I'm looking on um, on Google is one star review, and you know the guys from the USA. We don't ship to the USA, so we kind of said, kind of said we're not sure what you're talking about. We don't ship to the USA because he's talking about posting an order and then it not being sent. But our website doesn't even accept money from overseas from the USA. We can stop that. So yeah, you know we kind of responded to him and. I think when you respond, it looks it looks good on you, especially Absolutely, they yeah, because yeah, he looks and you know we got one or two one star reviews and no comment at all, and they're the ones that you're kind of like okay, and, and and again you can respond to those and just go, you know, you know what 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 um, pushed you to leave a one star review? How can we improve? So I think they're mm. useful. One star reviews are useful if you're doing stuff wrong. You need to know about yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um, Genuine negative reviews are useful. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, but yeah. annoyingly, we always say in the shop that a one-star review is worth ten five-star reviews. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So having having too many one-star reviews is you don't want it. It brings you, especially when there's either a silly reason or you know no reason at all. You're just like, this is not useful. What you know reviewing reviewing businesses whether it's airsoft or anything is meant to is meant to give feedback to that business as well as customers so you know let's let's use it how you should and if you think they've earned one star then tell them why you know yeah Um, be something they can fix the the ones that are really really kind of frustrating are the four star reviews where they're then right they couldn't have been better then you're like well we could have because you only gave us four (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> did you send him a few patch <laughs> yeah exactly see. Yeah, it's all Dan because he's not had his free patch yet. yeah just, you're getting ones you fuckers just, just keeps opening up new email accounts oh, I'll teach them yeah. <laughs> shall, shall I really upset him and tell him I've got two fuck off <laughs> but yeah also what do you think about this whole th- thing that's been going recently where some people have been Sort of almost caught out for paying for likes or follows on their pages. Oh, that's just excuse I, my phrase, but that's un- just bollocks. That's just yeah. why. What? Just I why? can understand like promotion of posts to a certain extent because you want to promote something. I've done it a couple of times in the past. Um, 
or tried to, but Facebook if, doesn't like it because yeah. it's like if you have something to promote, if that's the way you're going about it, if it's genuine, yeah, then by all means, if like, but not um, paying a company to go out and get you likes and yeah. follows. Which company is this? Uh, just out of curiosity, no, asking for free, <laughs> asking for. <laughs> <a friend. laughs> I think my my issue with that is I thought it, I kind of like, you know, knew it was a thing, and I thought, and I knew airsoft. I've seen like individual airsofters suddenly, you know, skyrocketing followers, and you're like, okay, how did they skyrocket? They've either done something really well, or they paid for it. I, you know, yeah, you know, yeah, whatever floats you, whatever floats your boat. Really, if you want to pay money to get followers, then, then you know, it's your money. Yeah. You know, but I, I kind of thought from the shop point of view, because we was very slow at one point on Instagram and Facebook, and I was like, oh, how can how can I boost things? And then I heard about this, oh, paying for followers, and I kind of thinking, that's great and all, but I want my followers to be relevant. I want them to actually. There's no point you want in having five thousand. Yeah, yeah. There's no point in having five thousand followers, now. but only one thousand true followers. I'd rather have yeah. one thousand true followers than five thousand fake followers. That's, That's the it. thing I'm on about. I've got. I'm looking at my Instagram page right now. I've been doing this what a year, just over. Yeah. I'm at one thousand five hundred thirty-five followers, but I know that they're airsofters and that they'll engage with the content. Yeah. As, yeah. Well, as well, from for us, we use we use Instagram and Facebook to try and promote the business, promote the stock, and let people know what we're doing and and whatnot. So, if you're if you're sending that message out to five thousand people who aren't airsofters, and you're just you're just shouting into a crowd of people that aren't listening, really. Yeah, you're wasting your time, aren't you? Exactly. You, 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 you've got half your audience, and it's it's just a waste of time. Yeah. So but I must admit, on Instagram, I mean, because obviously I'm on Instagram as well, you do get these weird and wonderful messages through from, I don't know, Azerbaijan or whatever, I saying, oh, you can have some followers, just click here and do that. And it's like, maybe people are actually doing that and think, oh, yeah, that'd be really good, makes me look great. But it doesn't, you know, as, as everyone's saying, they're not genuine people who are interested in you. They're just some numbers. And if people yeah, are that yeah. shallow to say, oh, he's got 5,000 people following. Oh, I must follow him. Yeah. It doesn't That's... work. Like you want to follow them for the content and have a look and say, yeah, I'm genuinely interested in what they're sharing. Then think, I'll follow yeah. it. I think if you, it's worth looking at people's uh, their content and how many likes totally. and interactions they're getting rather yeah. than followers. Because if they've got like 10,000 <coughs> followers, but their, their pictures only get on average like 50 or 60 likes... <laughs> how many? How many of them accounts are active? Or, yeah, you know, real. I mean, it ties in a bit as well. And you'll you'll get followers on Instagram, and then all of a sudden, you'll get like seventeen people just disappear, and you lose seventeen followers. It's like, well, what have I done wrong? What, oh, what, what happened so there then? Yeah. It's so yeah. frustrating is... when you're sitting there going, oh, oh. almost at two thousand, almost two thousand. We're one away, and then you look five <laughs> minutes later, going, yeah, wait, we're one away. Now we're two away. What's happening? It's just, <laughs> I don't, I had to, I don't I had get to... that. I've got that. I had a fucking major panic attack last year because I I went on one morning. I've got that follow track app. Oh right, yeah. And I saw I dropped a couple overnight, and I was like, just out of curiosity, who are they? Kind of thing, having a look. And it come up and there was a glitch in the app, and it said I'd lost a thousand and twenty-nine <laughs> followers overnight. I was like, where the fuck did they go? <laughs> You've done something really awesome. wrong. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what the fuck? And then I'm looking at the number going, but that doesn't make sense because I'm only about two off of where I was yesterday. Yeah, yeah. but you can so see even these apps. with with the fact that people, you know, we're looking at Instagram and we're worrying about losing followers yeah. and people liking us. You can see where the pressures come for like younger people 
that oh god I'm, I'm so reliable on social media people don't like me anymore you can see it's how it has an effect it? on them you know it's 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 very wrong very wrong yeah yeah for sure i, I completely agree with you to an extent yeah it's is, it is wrong that we're worried about it so much yeah it's like this week i think i've lost 17 followers for whatever because i haven't i've only posted two pictures this week i've lost 17 i'm thinking shit uh, and then I'm suddenly well I'm not really bothered who cares I've still got yeah. X amount left who are actually genuinely interested and when I post some more stuff it will just go up again because people are interested but it, you can see where like younger people think oh my god oh these people don't like me they've now left me oh god I'm, my world's starting to crumble and and social media has a lot to answer for I think yeah, yeah. the one that I've got I've not broke 300 followers and I got up to 298 and it's been steadily declining and then steadily going back up and never went above 300. Yeah, this is the thing, isn't it? Again, it's a figure that doesn't bother me, but see when you're seeing sway like that, I'm just like, there's something else at play here. There has to be, doesn't there? There's got to be something else. And it's going to be people clicking to follow you, to hope you you follow them back, to bump up their number, and then they unfollow you, and it's like, you sad sack. What? Is it what you spend your life just doing that to make yourself, make you look popular? Yeah. And like I'm saying, buying likes, and you're not popular because you're not popular in the the market or the area you should be. You've just got some randoms um, following you to make you look popular. Yeah, that's something I keep meaning to do is go through the, the list of people that I'm following and just unfollowing the people that I have, like not that I don't have any interest in. If they've got good accounts, I'll keep like good content. I'll keep it, but the ones that I just you don't see anything from, like I'm yeah. just getting rid of those, like yeah, useless. Yeah. I think we're going to have to wrap it up there in the interest of time. Um, but I think we've had some good discussion on these topics tonight. So uh, it's certainly been interesting hearing your guys' opinions, for sure, from my perspective. Uh, hopefully it's been enlightening for you as well. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's been, good. been good. Thank you for having us, Andy. It's been good. Yeah, man. No worries. Um, I'll do the outro and then you could have your little bit of fun. Yeah. You're going to count us in. Yeah, I'll count you in. <laughs> Right, guys, that's it from us this week. Thanks to Jason, Dan, Joe for coming on the show. Um, that's uh, we'll see you guys next week. Uh, take care of each other. Have a good game. Take your hits. Don't be a dick. And we'll see you guys next time on the Chairsoft Show. Right, you ready? Ready. Ready. One, two, one, two, three, four. <laughs> to the end of the song. <laughs> <laughs> right, guys, that's really it. Minus one thousand um, followers for yeah. Andy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, that's it for real now, guys. Right, see you later. See Bye. you later, man. Thanks a lot. Cheers, yeah. guys. <laughs>